0: Hey y'all, it's me, I'm back, I swear on everything. This is the last time I'm going to disappear. I had a lot going on in my life. I have said that before, but this time, I really did. So if you're interested to hear where I have been hiding and what's been going on in my life for the past, I don't know, eight months or so. You want to hear all about it? Stay tuned. So I've been away for over eight months, I know. Okay, maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration, but it feels really long. And the reason why I've stepped away from my podcast was, number one, life is lifing and life will always life. I cannot tell you guys what has been going on in my life because it's just too much and sometimes i really don't want to share i'm going to be honest (laughs) i say that i do and then i'm ready and i start recording and then i start to think and then i thought i start to think about other people and what they might say or sometimes i just get in my head and I stop myself, if I'm going to be completely honest. I stop my creative thought, which I am working on. I am. I have become a very private person. And there's nothing wrong with privacy. But I do think that there is something in sharing. And as a marketeer um, and somebody who has always been in communications and journalism was my first degree. I understand that content is king and storytelling will always be at the forefront of everything that I do. However, to be transparent requires a lot of vulnerability and a lot of boldness. Um, And I have those. I do have those too. I just, man, there's so many situations that, let's just say there's a lot of external factors that outweighs some of those qualities that I have. And so I have to be smart about things. I'll just say that. (laughs) Read between the lines if you want. Um, But I have been away. And during my away period, I got engaged last year, 2022, in September. And now we are going into October and I am now married. Yes, round of applause, please. I'm clapping for myself. <laughs> because, whoo, Child. Let me tell you, planning a wedding is stressful. I am a planner. I love planning. I think about everything. And for some people who are not very detail-driven, that could be, you know, annoying. But here's the thing is, and I realize this about myself, I have to be invested and interested in the project to really care. If I do not care if I'm not a hundred percent invested, don't tell me about the details. give me very high level top-tier information and I will then determine and choose what I need to know or go ahead and find out the data or research whatever I need to know right okay. If I'm 100% invested, I need to know everything. And this was my project. I am marrying the love of my life. And I wanted to do this right. And not only do I want to do this right, we were also having a destinational wedding. And we went to Cabo. So that also requires an additional level of planning and stressing and sleepless nights, and countless, countless conversations, and countless, countless changes. And so in the midst of preparing for a life-changing event in my life, there was a lot of things that I was preparing myself for, and a lot of things I could not even imagine to prepare for. And so I'm going to use this episode to share with you guys all of that. I know I mentioned earlier that vulnerability and transparency is super important and it is. And I'm going to use a space to do that. I don't necessarily have a direct or clear-cut narrative of how this is gonna go. So I'm just gonna speak from the heart and I wanna speak from the mind and y'all are just gonna have to do, right? Okay, cool. So let's go from proposal. So proposal happened and I'm super excited. I wasn't expecting it. We had just gone to the Dominican Republic a month prior. And we had a great time, obviously. And in the back of my mind, I I was having a really, I was having a conversation, if I'm going to be honest, okay. If I'm going to be honest, I was having a conversation with my girlfriend, my friend. And I said to her, I said, hey, I, like, my feelings are, like, really changing now. Like, I am seeing him not only just as my boyfriend, but... I am really seeing him as my husband, and I'm hoping he's seeing me as his wife. And I want to be married to him. And in that conversation, I did give myself a timeline. Because as I'm getting older, I understand that time is everything. And being in a previous relationship for a very long time... And deciding that that's not what I want to do or be in long term, I realized that time is no longer an asset that I want to throw away like that. And so while I was enjoying this relationship and being very intentional in the way that I was dating him, I also was having really honest conversations to say to myself, hey, if this person does not meet my timeline, and this is not something that I shared with him. I didn't say, hey, I need a ring on my finger or we're gonna go. I didn't say any of that because I wanted it to be natural. I wanted it to be authentic. But I was having internal conversations with myself and saying, hey, I need to be with this person um, and date this person for X amount of time because we don't need to date for years for you to understand who I am what I'm looking for and what you can do as a partner for me. And if that's something that you, you know, want to participate in, I really don't think that it takes a man years to understand if that's where he wants to anchor himself. I, I say that and coming from someone who's been with someone for years and yeah, just trust me. I don't think it takes years. Um, And so while I was having this conversation, I did not think that the following month I was gonna be proposed to. And I was gonna be proposed to in the most authentic way. Now, conversations had come up about, you know, if I was to be proposed to, what would I want? And I am not a very showy person. Never have been, never will be. I am outgoing when I'm comfortable around people. So I'm very outgoing. I'm very talkative. like I'm very expressive. But I'm not showy. I don't need to steal the attention from the room. I've just never been that person. However, the one thing that I loved about our proposal was that it was very much us. Our relationship... We have done a lot of things. We have gone places and we've really started to blend our lives together, but what really anchored us was how we just bond. I'm not going to get into the details of how we bond, but we're really chill like it feels like home. You see what I'm saying like it was just it's just a natural ease of how we relate with one another and it's not even sexual. It's, I know, because some of y'all will be like, Bond, ooh. <laughs> no, outside of the bedroom, we're not even talking about that. Just us, like, how we interact with one another and just the chilling, the conversation, like, everything. This, he has literally become my best friend. Like, I, we can talk, we can explore, we can engage, we can chill, we can have fun, we can laugh, we can crack jokes, like, there's so much to it. So how he proposed that night and how unexpected it was. And it was literally the mid, like a couple minutes after our anniversary. And I use that in quotations because we started to acknowledge, um, the day that he proposed and that date was the 13th. So in June 13th, he asked me to be his girlfriend. Um, and that was June 13, 2021. He asked me to be his girlfriend and every month, um, on the 13th, we would be like, yay, another month down, we made it, you know? And so we would always do a little something. And so, I remember that after our trip to the DR, he worked, and I really didn't get to see him as often as I did. So I came over um, for a couple of days, and that night, he popped the question. And just like us, I kid you not, we had been chilling watching a movie, and the movie actually sparked a conversation, which then led to the engagement and it was beautiful and it took me by surprise and I kid you not, we were dancing to Tony Tone Tone, anniversary, all the fills, he proposed, and after the shock of everything, we did not go to bed till four o'clock in the morning. And in that time we continued to vibe. We continued to talk and I knew right then and there, I was like, yeah, this is my husband. This is my husband. And I remember the next morning, I think we only got like five hours of sleep. I'm not even going to lie to sleep. I think it was even less than that. Like we were just like, all right, let's call family and friends like our closest and dearest. (laughs) And I just remember those conversations. Everybody was like, what? Oh, my God. Because we had only been dating for about 15 months. Yeah. 15 months by then. So, everybody was like, oh, my God. I can't believe it. (laughs) Which, yeah. Believe that shit. (laughs) But, yeah. So, we had, you know, a rush of excitement. And... Everything was, you know, on 10. We was on a high. And then... Should I say this? Fuck it, I'm gonna say it. My now husband... <laughs> hey, I... See, it's gonna take a, a little while to, to get used to saying that. <laughs> um, but my hubby's ex... Um, randomly just decided to make an appearance. Um, (laughs) and I don't know how she found out about our engagement. I have some ideas. I'm not really going to go into the details of what my ideas are, but I have some ideas. And, um, she still had, um, what is that called? Fuck. What is it called? Sorry, excuse my French. She had, okay, so you know when you have a fire stick, that's it. So she had a fire stick of his that was old. But obviously she decided to connect to it um, and change a profile on there. And she added her name and his last name. And I was like, wait, what? This is so weird. Honestly, it was really weird. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was really weird. And the funny thing is, we don't really watch things on Prime that much. And so he randomly like sat on the button, or I don't know how the button got pressed, but there it came up and there was her profile. And I can do a story of his ex because there's a lot to tell here however it was very much in sync with her behavior um and so i didn't even get mad i was to be honest i was i was shocked and i was laughing because number one she is bold as hell super bold she can't do that to me cuz i had to check her one good time um and that foolishness never came my way again. However, the level of pettiness that this woman had at the time. And it wasn't directed. It was it was semi-directed towards me, but it impacted somebody else. And at the time, I was like, damn, that sucks. But the person that it impacted, I couldn't really feel... Um, what's the word, too empathetic about it because the person that it impacted wasn't being nice to me at all. Like, was being really nice, nasty towards me. So my level of empathy was very, very low. Very, very low. Um, And so I just found the whole situation hilarious. And I then realized that not everyone is going to be happy About this. And I never thought about that. Because in my happiness. I obviously was. Being very. You know. Selfish. In that way. As one should be. The person that you love. Is saying they want to spend the rest of their life with you. Why would you care about anybody else? And I really didn't care. But I just had to realize. Like there's going to be some people. Who aren't happy about this. For whatever reasons. And grasping my mind around that thought was really hard. I'm not going to lie because I found happiness and I finally found my person. And so for me and for those who know my, you know, know me and know what I've gone through in the past They were super excited, they were so happy for me. And for those people who weren't for their reasons or whatever, it was like, it just didn't hurt. I mean, it hurt, it hurt. You want everyone, like when you're saying, oh my God, I'm engaged. You want everyone to be happy, everyone. But the reality is not everyone's gonna be happy and I had to come to (laughs) grasp. Grisp. what is gris? I had to come to grasp with that. Um, and after I did, I then started to go into plant mode. And we knew we wanted something small and intimate. And since we knew that we were paying for this ourselves, um, you know, it was of real importance to... Um, factor that in. And we also wanted to factor in our kids. So he has two, I have one. And I wanted them to be a part of it. Because we're blending our families and I cannot do (laughs) and go into this solo. I mean, I'm marrying him solo, but I'm also marrying his, his kids in that way. I'm going to be a part of their lives. They're going to be a part of my life. And so I didn't want to exclude them from the process and what was happening. And we both felt that it was very important for them to, to be a part of it. And so I had gone back and forth. And my God, like, weddings are so expensive. And so we came to the conclusion, let's do a destinational wedding. And we chose Mexico, and the reason why we chose Mexico was because our first trip was to Mexico and we had a blast. And I like Mexico and it's close and it's relatively cheap, quote unquote. <laughs> and so we decided to choose a location in Mexico that we never been to before and we chose Cabo. And so that was that. And so planning was underway. And not shortly after planning... Or starting the prep work to plan. I got in a really bad car accident. And in the 30 plus years of driving. I never got in an accident before. And that was my first one. So I was completely taken aback. And not only was I in an accident. I was in an accident with my daughter. Taking her to school. And so you can only imagine. um, The level of stress um, and anxiety and going through all of that. And so I, you know, I had to take a beat and continue with that. And so I did that and I gathered myself and I continued planning. And then Christmas happened and This is going to be our first Christmas as an engaged couple and we were hosting. And so there was a lot of stress on my end to, you know, get that together and the food and everything and, you know, dealing with how we were going to have the kids come over and when and planning that. And if I'm going to be honest, that process was really hard because, my husband's uh, ex-wife. Let's just say that she hasn't been... I don't even know what... (laughs) I'm trying to find a way to say this, but let's just say that during that time, it was very difficult um, And it was difficult because she did not really want us to be together because she still wanted to be with him. And despite, you know, the outward um, appearance of, you know, moving on and, you know, being this bigger person privately. That's not what was happening, um, and so it was really hard to hold my tongue and bear a lot of bad behavior because somebody hadn't processed a hundred percent that they were no longer with this person, and I was not the cause of them not being together, so and they had not been together. In a very long time, I mean, he had a whole um, girlfriend for years. So I just never could wrap my mind around the emotional um, antagonizing behavior that I was dealing with. Um, and as a woman, there's a level of sympathy and empathy that I, I I can tap into, you know, I understand what it means to be with someone and and no longer be with them and the level of disappointment and hurt and you know, all of those things. I can understand, however, um bad behavior um and being rude and nasty and very vindictive and and just downright miserable um in private and then outwardly showcases like really kind and open and and positive person. It is it, it was very performative and in having to hear a nice tone but a really bitter, daggered um action behind it was really infuriating because I never disrespected this person. I always kept it cute Um, and so to have to deal with that during the Christmas period, um, it sucked. And I was like, this person really wants to rain on my parade. And I was tired. I was really done with having to bite my tongue and be the bigger person. And this person was so much older than me, (laughs) like (laughs) so much older and, I I just got sick of it, and I decided that in the new year, I was not going to be walked all over. I deserved respect, and I was going to enjoy my fucking engagement period. Like, the fuck? Hello? I'm sorry for cursing, but that's how I felt. Like Nobody is going to make me feel bad for marrying the person that I want to be with. I'm sorry. It didn't work out. I'm so sorry. However, that has nothing to do with me. Anyways. Anyways, so we now are in the new year and planning um, is underway and I then unfortunately get laid off and I am absolutely devastated and I'm like, whoa, where is this coming from? I knew that there was some rumbles in the streets, but I just wasn't expecting that. And as you can understand that the financial burden that is underway right now, I'm like, the hell? How am I going to manage all of this, plan all of this, and at the same time still plan for a wedding? Um, and so I dug deep into my faith and i hit the ground running and i didn't miss a beat i'm not gonna lie to you i'm not gonna say that i wasn't stressed (laughs) your girl was stressed and in these moments i would be hopping on a plane drinking a margarita somewhere catching the sights the views but i couldn't do that because all my money was going into this wedding and so i had to find ways to um, keep me centered and keep me focused. And God was that person for me. And my fiance at the time was that person for me. My really good friends were that anchor for me. And so I kept it pushing. And I didn't really broadcast that. I mean, that's not something you really want to broadcast. So I hit the, you know, job-seeking path. And thankfully, I got another job not too long after that. And I was so grateful <laughs> because God is good. I'm going to tell y'all, like, when you serve him and you are faithful to him and you are genuinely a nice person i'm not the nice person not the nice person who can say all the right things and do all the right things but you actually genuinely in your heart of hearts you move that way you know what i'm saying in your heart in your intentions in your interactions it is pure god really shows up i swear on everything he really does and He showed up for me. (laughs) My God showed up for me, y'all. And I can't even thank him enough. I just, I need a little praise break. (laughs) But God is so good. I can never, never discount what he has done and continues to do in my life because I am faithful and I serve him. Hey not saying that we don't slip up i'm not saying but i am very conscious and very aware of how i move because i never want to miss my blessing so that's why i feel so offended when people do me wrong because i really don't go for people i really move with good intentions in my heart So I'm always upset, always, like, what the hell, when I don't receive that same level of treatment. I'm not going to lie to you. It really does. Like, it makes me so angry. And I then want to go, you know when they say when people go low, you want to go to hell? Like, I want to go there. And then I realize, like, God says revenge is for the Lord. So I'm going to let God handle that situation and i'm gonna pray that this anger and resentment and bitterness is removed from my heart because that's all i can do you ain't gotta like me but you have to respect me and if you don't respect me i don't have to deal with you for real for real so i i decided to move in that manner it took me a while to get there y'all i'm not gonna lie to you I have to, whew, I tell, I'm I'm going to be really honest and vulnerable with y'all. And the next couple of episodes, I'm going to re I'm going to take you through scenarios that really tried my spirit and tried me because it was unnecessary. And yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Um so anyways, now it's crunch time, y'all. It's crunch time. We're getting down to the wire and Numbers are constantly changing. (laughs) And one thing that I didn't realize is that people just seem to think that you know what's going on in their life. And I'm planning a wedding. I'm getting inundated with questions. I'm being the stopgap in that. And then I'm also chasing people. And then there's also a level of expectation to host and to provide people a good time. And so you can also imagine, I'm trying to do all of these things. I'm trying to keep it together. I'm trying to keep focused on work. I'm trying to not gain 30 40 pounds because I stress eat. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 managing. I'm barely managing. And then now we're at the crux. I have an amazing bachelorette weekend. Thanks, thanks, girlies, for really doing the thing. I had such a great time. Um, we went down to New Orleans. New Orleans is like my second home. That is where my husband is from, and I have just adopted his hometown like mine. And I love the culture, the food, the vibes. I just, I just love. Going back. I'm not even going to lie to you. I love it. Um, So we had a good time. And I came back. And maybe a week into us now leaving, um, we get the news that our venue changed. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so for a planner, any deviation in the plan is absolutely stressful. Because then... I, I don't know what contingencies that we have and you're giving me very last minute to try to plan that and what that looks like. And so I almost had a complete meltdown. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I almost had a complete meltdown. And let's just say that We got to Mexico and I didn't get everything squared away until that Thursday. So we got to Mexico on a Wednesday. We were getting married on Saturday and things were not finalized till Thursday evening. So you can only imagine. No, actually, I'm lying. Friday, Friday afternoon, things got finalized. Yes, Friday afternoon so i was stressed okay but it was amazing wedding day was amazing everything came together everything was beautiful and to share that experience with family and friends meant a lot to the both of us and having our kids there and seeing our parents there and our siblings and their loved ones and our friends. And it was so good. It was really, really good. I would not change anything. <laughs> um, I really, really, really had a good time. And now life starts, right? So you plan for a wedding, but it's really the marriage That is the importance. And so now wedding is over, life is back underway, and going and seeking God daily and keeping him at the forefront is just, gives peace. (laughs) Now... You know they always say, "Marriage is like things happen, and i i I know a hundred percent that it does. Listen, my husband is a handful, okay. <laughs> we are the same, and the opposites at the same time, shocker, right, <laughs> but um, I am excited to see how our journey goes. And I cover my marriage with the blood of Jesus. And I cover our children with the blood of Jesus. And I continuously pray over him, over myself, over our family. And I'm just grateful. Despite everything, I am grateful. And so, guys, that is where I've been and what I've been doing for the last eight months. I am so ready to take you guys through this journey with me and also rewind the past a little bit and, and really talk about some real stuff. Um, And so I can't wait to go into those further with you guys. But until then, I will see you guys later. And I hope you enjoy this episode bye y'all and call me missus next time you see me in the streets you know what I'm saying (laughs) I'm just joking thank you guys and I'll see you next week bye